What's going on in the spy movie world? Trust no one, FUBAR, Heart of Stone, Argyle, the Wild Wild West, and of course Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 are just some of the upcoming spy movies or series that we'll fill you in on today in our Spy Movie News, June 27, 2023. Hi, this is Dan from SpyMovieNavigator.com and our show, Cracking the Code of Spy Movies. Let's get to the latest exciting spy movie news. July is shaping up to be a huge box office month. Barbie and Oppenheimer open July 21st. And of course, there is that small spy movie that nobody's talked about, really. Oh, wait, no, no, maybe there has been a lot of hype about this one. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 finally opens on July 12th in the U.S. More on that release in a bit. Also, the Writers Guild of America's strike started on May 2nd, 2023 so we're now 56 days into the strike in case you were curious as we were how long do these strikes tend to last well the 1985 strike only lasted two weeks however the other five strikes in wga history lasted from 95 to 154 days so so maybe we're here for a while so let's take a look at some of the upcoming spy movies and series FUBAR. Well, we'll start with the hit spy series FUBAR. If you are a spy movie fan and have Netflix, this is a good series to watch. It stars Arnold Schwarzenegger, so you know there will be some humor along with the spy action stuff. And oh, yeah, tell us if you've heard this one before. The star is a recently retired CIA agent. If you haven't, you'll hear that theme again later in this episode. Monica Barbaro, who played Lieutenant Natasha Phoenix Trace in Top Gun Maverick, plays a pivotal role in this series as well. We won't spoil what it is, but this does have a bit of a True Lies feel to it. Now, for the news on FUBAR. This Netflix series debuted at number one on Nielsen's weekly streaming ratings. They say that 1.5 billion minutes of this series were streaming during its first four days. Billion with a B. That's crazy huge. And Variety reported that FUBAR hit just under 89 million hours of watch time in those first four days, which is even larger. So no matter who you ask, FUBAR is a hit. So it should come as no surprise that Netflix announced that there will be a season two of the series. The tweet that Netflix used to announce Season 2 includes some bloopers that contain some R-rated words. We're sure you know that FUBAR is an acronym for Effed Up Beyond All Recognition. <sighs> so, these outtakes are a great way to have some fun with the series title. Alright, so let's turn to Trust No One. We are talking about the upcoming Israeli series that should frighten anyone who uses an electronic device. There are a few movies with this title, so we want to be clear. This is the upcoming series about cyber warfare and the security state. As co-creator Daniel Amsel says in an article on Variety.com, quote, Israel has become one of the largest global exporters of spyware, says co-creator Daniel Amsel. Quote again, only those technological weapons can undermine democracy and lead to the death of truth. So we wanted to thread those very sensitive topics into an entertaining and fast-paced thriller 
that deals with the loneliness of leadership and the difficulties of parenthood, among other themes, unquote. Amzal goes on to say, quote, five tech giants hold about 90% of the data from all people in the Western world, unquote. And quote again, that means every bit of information about everyone you know is only five hacks away. And that's not just an Israeli problem, although we're using an Israeli case in order to showcase it, unquote. Wow. So yeah, this is a problem. We're eager to see what they do with it in this series. Trust No One is slated for broadcast in Israel later this year. As of this recording, worldwide distribution hasn't been finalized. The Old Man, season two of the excellent FX spy series, The Old Man, is shut down filming early due to the writer's strike. Due to the strike and some needed rewrites in episode five, they've only completed filming the first four episodes. Filming will resume when the writer's strike ends. In the meantime, if you haven't seen season one, you can stream it on Hulu, which is FX's streaming partner. In case you didn't know, this hit series is about a retired CIA agent, this time played by Jeff Bridges. Hmm, a retired agent. Where have we heard that before? Or again. <laughs> anyway, Bridges is joined by John Lithgow and a strong supporting cast. We expect to hear of more of these types of delays as the strike wears on. We'll keep you updated as we hear more about the old man. Heart of Stone. Gal Gadot and Jamie Dornan's upcoming Netflix spy movie, Heart of Stone, dropped its first official trailer a week ago. You can see the trailer on YouTube. The tagline for Heart of Stone is, quote, Gal Gadot is Agent Rachel Stone, the only intelligence operative who stands between her global peacekeeping organization and the loss of its most valuable and dangerous asset, codenamed The Heart, unquote. Jamie Dornan plays MI6 agent, Parker. Aliyah Bot plays hacker Kea Dewan. You may not know her if you don't follow Hindi movies, but she is an actress you need to know. She is one of the most popular actresses in Bollywood. For spy movie fans, Bot was excellent in the 2018 spy thriller Razi as the lead character Samat Khan. If you haven't seen Razi, it is currently available as part of Amazon Prime. We liked that movie a lot. Gal Gadot has talked about wanting to lead a spy movie franchise like James Bond or Mission Impossible, and she's quoted on MovieWeb.com, quote, I realized that there was an audience for a female action protagonist. I grew up watching Bond and Mission and Bourne. I wanted to create a really strong female-driven action movie that is for everybody, not a male story that's been done many times already, unquote. But to do that, she doesn't believe that this should be a gender swap. As she also told MovieWeb.com, quote, I wanted to show a great story about a female character who is doing it in the action genre, right? She is thriving. But at the same time, how many times have they just switched gender? They take a story that's all about the men and they just change it to a woman. And then they go shoot it? To me, it was so important in the DNA to make Heart of Stone a little different because men and women are different. They're built differently. They operate differently, unquote. We've been talking about Heart of Stone for a while now and are looking for its premiere on August 11th, 2023 on Netflix.
Argyle. Our friends at the Spy Command tell us that the Matthew Vaughn-directed movie, Argyle, finally has a release date. Yeah. This is the movie we've talked about in numerous spy movie news episodes since we first mentioned it in our July 27, 2021 episode. Argyle is based on the yet-to-be-released novel of the same name by Ellie Conway. That novel, by the way, has been delayed again. In our September 27, 2022 spy movie news episode, we told you that the book's release was delayed until March 2023. Well, the book is now slated to be available on January 17th, 2024. As for the movie, the Apple TV website says, quote, the spy thriller Argyle follows the globetrotting adventures of a super spy named Argyle across the U.S., London, and other exotic locations, featuring a star-studded, award-winning cast, including Henry Cavill, Sam Rockwell, Bryce Dallas Howard, Brian Cranston, Catherine O'Hara, John Cena, Dewey Lipa, Ariana DeBose, and Samuel L. Jackson. That is one heck of a cast. Well, Argyle has been given a February 2nd, 2024 global theatrical release date and will be released on Apple TV Plus at a later date. The Wild Wild West. Again, we can thank our friends at the Spy Command for giving us a heads up on this next one. Fans of the 1960s TV series, The Wild Wild West, can now stream the 104-episode series on Amazon Prime. This is one of our favorite series from the 60s, and we're actively watching this one now. It's a great series. James Bond fans will recognize a very large actor with a less pronounced smile here. (laughs) Take a guess who? And an actress who was named after your father, perhaps? in a few of these episodes. Check it out. (laughs) James Bond. We've heard of James Bond. And speaking of Bond, we found an interesting article on metro.co.uk where Britt Eklund shares her thoughts on today's Bond women compared to the Bond girls when she made The Man with the Golden Gun. As she put it, quote, There are no more Bond girls. They are Bond women today. They have it with the political correctness and the me too. They have a much better time than we had. But I don't think that the end product is as fun as ours were because we were pretty and we had good bodies and we didn't try to look sexy. We just were, she told the PA news agency. Again, quote, today everything is so don't do that because we'll upset that side. We didn't have anything like that. We just went out there. We were always in a bikini, and all these people are fully dressed, very typical, but it was a job, and we did it. So I think today the Bond women have it from a political correctness point of view in a much better position, but I think we had more fun, unquote. So looks like she thinks that there is both good and bad with the changes in the Bond women. Check out our video on YouTube, Bond on Women, one of the most popular ones on our channel, Cracking the Code of Spy Movies. All right, let's take a look at that other little movie that's coming out in July. Mission Impossible, okay, the elephant's in the room. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, it's finally here, well, in two weeks. To us, the release schedule on this one is head-scratching, as the dates have been changing, mainly being pushed up, not delayed now. Stick with us on this one, it gets weird. 
The movie premiered in Rome on June 19th, 2023, with most of the cast in attendance. We had our covert agent John in attendance on the Spanish steps as Cruz appeared and spoke. We put that out on our Facebook page. Check that out. There was also a premiere with Cruz and Macquarie in attendance in Abu Dhabi on June 26th, as some of the movie was shot in the Leva Desert in Abu Dhabi. The big release dates are in the second week of July. The UK release date has been moved up a day to July 10th. The official US release date has been moved up to July 12th, along with a slew of other countries. The rollout continues through the July 21st, 2023 release date in Japan. Now, for the odd part. We've purchased tickets to see an early access showing in the U.S. on July 10th. These tickets are available to anyone, not just the press. We've looked at theaters across the U.S., and they all have an early access showing on July 10th. Plus, we can buy tickets for regular showings on the 11th. So what is the real release date? We guess it doesn't matter, but they sure have made this convoluted. Our guidance to you is that if you want to see the movie as early as possible, check your local theater to see if it's offering early access. See it before the spoilers come out. All right, here's another issue. It appears that Tom Cruise is not happy with the release plan due to the aforementioned movie Oppenheimer. We were wondering if this is part of the reason for the release date being pushed up a few days. The issue according to cinemablend.com, has to do with IMAX theaters and the limited number of them compared to the deluge of movies being released on IMAX. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, Barbie, Oppenheimer, The Flash, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Transformers Rise of the Beast have all been jockeying for position on the IMAX screens this summer, altering release schedules. We're not sure, but with everything being delayed and now coming out after COVID, we may just have a temporary glut of these movies. However, with fans wanting to see action movies on larger screens, this may be a problem for some time. So why is this a problem for what has been one of the most hyped movies of the summer, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1? Well, Oppenheimer has a guaranteed three-week window to show on IMAX screens. Given that it releases 10 days after Dead Reckoning now, the window for Cruz's movie is quite short, causing Cruz some consternation. Uh, these schedules don't just pop up. A little planning may have given more runway to the Cruz and company, but who knows. In memoriam, actor Sergio Calderon has passed at the age of 77. Calderon is probably best known for his performance as Captain Villanueva in Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. However, he earned a sad card after his performance as Alfonso in the spy movie, The In-Laws. He also played Jose in Men in Black. Treat Williams. Treat Williams passed at the age of 71. Williams received Golden Globe nominations for his performance in Hair, Prince in the City, and A Streetcar Named Desire. He also received a Primetime Emmy nomination for his performance in The Late Shift, playing Michael Ovitz. Spy movie fans will know him from Marathon Man and The Eagle Has Landed. Actor George Maharis has died at the age of 94. Maharis was nominated for a Primetime Emmy in 1962 for his performance as Buzz Murdoch in the TV series Route 66. Spy TV fans will recognize Maharis for his role as Thomas Backman in the Mission Impossible series episode The Fountain. Maharis also played Sergeant Chip Slater in the movie 
the last day of the war. Actor Barry Newman passed at the age of 92. Newman was nominated for a primetime Emmy for his role as the title character in the TV series Petrocelli. Spy movie fans will recognize Newman as William Matheson in the movie The Salzburg Connection. Actor, comedian, and writer Mike Bataya has passed away at the age of 52. Bataya is probably best known for his performance as Dennis Markowski on Breaking Bad. Spy TV fans will recognize him as Ziad in three episodes of the TV series Sleeper Cell. Actor Paul Jeffrey passed at the age of 68. He's probably best known for his performance as Percival in the movie Excalibur and Lord John Clayton in Greystone, The Legend of Tarzan. Spy movie fans will remember Jeffrey in the role of Simon Tate in the BBC drama Spy Ship. John Beasley. Actor John Beasley, known for his performance on Everwood, The Soul Man, and others, passed at the age of 79. Spy movie fans will remember Beasley for his performance as General Lassiter in The Sum of All Fears. Austrian actor Peter Shimonishek died at the age of 76. He is best known for his performance as Winfried in Tony Erdman, which he won and was nominated for a slew of international awards. Spy movie fans will remember him for his role as Manfred Brum in Assignment Berlin. All right, that's a wrap. This has been Dan from SpyMovieNavigator.com and our show, Cracking the Code of Spy Movies. Please subscribe to our show wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. The same name, Cracking the Code of Spy Movies. Thanks for spending time with us. We appreciate it.